Welcome to the Thought Police podcast. This particular edition is brought to you by Dave Johnson, who is also the boss of Suitable Choices. Suitable Choices is an independent mortgage brokerage which covers the whole of the UK, although the company is based in sunny Kent, just outside of Margate. His tagline is straight talking, no bullshit advice. And he's obviously a man after our own hearts. You can find him on suitablechoices.co.uk. Welcome to another sparkling edition of the Thought Police. I'm Mike Graham, he's Kevin O'Sullivan, and uh, here we are in the pub once more. The world has changed, Kevin, since last week. The world has changed uh, since, since this morning. Yeah, we've got a new <laughs> Prime Minister. Well, Ooh. technically not until tomorrow. Yeah. What's this giving of the fucking hand ceremony, by the way? I don't know. I don't like the sound I of that. I mean, you know, more arcane bollocks. Yeah, right. You walk the into fucking, a room, there was going about, giving oh, of the, the hands. The thing about the Parliament, it must keep the traditions to keep... Uh, an air of respect for the place. The fucking traditions there are bloody ridiculous. Well, there only seems to be two traditions in Parliament. If you're a young man, you get your ass felt up by some fucking dodgy <laughs> backbench MP. And if you're a young woman, you get, you get fucking... You get, <laughs> you get fucking raped. You, know? you get raped, yeah. I mean, it seems to me that um, the, 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 those are the only traditions that matter in yeah. the House of Commons, right? If you're a young researcher, you get fucking harassed sexually yeah. the whole time you're there. Yeah. And I've actually heard this from quite a few, because quite a few of the people that we all now know as kind of, you know, commentators and things, a lot of them started off as, like, researchers in Parliament yeah. because they were always in, into doing that from, from, the, from yeah. a young age. But it is a fucking joke, isn't it? But at least it's all over now. Finally, we've got Liz Truss and not Rishi Sunak, which is probably the best of a bad choice, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, what's it fa- fascinating about this vote? So Graham Brady, Sir Graham Brady, always seems to crop up in these circumstances, announces the result. Yeah. Right. So... Uh, it's like, uh, what was it, 80,000 for Liz Truss yeah. and 60,000 for, 66 or so yeah. for uh, Rishi Sunak. A resounding victory for Liz. Uh, and, uh, but what it turns out is that out of all of the Tory party members who could vote, 20% of them didn't. I know. So one in five of these very small number of people who could choose our next prime minister didn't bother to fucking vote mm. what the fu- what kind of fucking people are they <laughs> <laughs> well maybe they couldn't make it to the polling what, booth what 20% of them well possibly I mean, they're probably all about 112 well, years old well there is that yeah. I mean maybe they've got such a bad recording uh, of the number of people that are still alive that vote for them that they've, they, they've lost people and they don't know they've gone but I mean they said something like 180,000 people voted. And all the way through this, they were telling us it was about 160. All the lefties were yeah, going, yeah, yeah. it's a disgrace, it's only 160,000 people. Well, it's actually more like 200,000 people who could have voted, yeah. which is a reasonably good number, isn't it? Yeah, except that I mean, I don't really 20, care who except one in five of them didn't bother. Yeah, I don't really care who the fucking Prime Minister is, to be honest. I mean, it's good for us, it's good for our business. Whatever the fuck they do, they'll fuck it up. You know, it's unlikely to be the answer to all of our problems, is it? All I care about is making sure that whoever is charging this ludicrous amount of fucking money for your energy uh, gets told to stop doing it and fuck off. Yeah, I mean, there are obviously priorities she's got to uh, get to grips with, and the first one is the cost of living. And the the trouble is, you know, I'm fucked off about it because even I have to grudgingly accept and agree that this Prime Minister has got to do something about stopping the prices going up. Yeah. Uh, they've got to put a cap on it. 
they've got to stop the energy companies charging more people because people won't be able to afford the people can't pay it but the problem with that is and and they will have to do it because in October 10 million people go below the poverty line you can't have that and if they can't pay their fucking bills the energy companies start going under as well so there's going to be this cap uh, we'll have to artificially make sure that prices don't go up, that the energy bills don't go up. Yeah. And, and on and on the government Ponzi scheme goes. Mm. We give you money. Uh, oh, by the way, in three months' time, you have to pay us back. Yeah. Like the fucking furlough scheme mm. that we're paying back now. So, yeah, she's going to have to help people get through this. But uh, uh, it's not a good situation because in the end... Whatever she gives us, whatever she saves us, we're going to have to fucking pay it back. Well, exactly right. But hopefully later rather than sooner, by which time we'll all be fucking dead. That's yeah. the way they should do it. By the way, in case you're wondering what that fucking noise is in the background, for some reason, I think they're building the fucking pyramids down here. They've been going for fucking decades. I mean, every time we come down here, they're building something else. They yeah. shut all of this road down for months, right? Yeah. Now they've reopened it. But now they're building some fucking block of flats or something. Yeah, and that, used, to, that, used, to be, uh, that used to be the immigration department's... Uh, uh, illegal alien yeah, department. Yeah, it was they a hostile used, environment. Yeah, they used van, to go around. Uh, they used to keep all their vans there, going around collecting up all these people working. Well, in there's a home, there's a home office. Um, so there's a home yeah. office office around the corner because right. you used to see loads of people queuing up outside. Yeah. Well, I think it's where you're supposed to go and get your it's, visa yeah. if you're supposed to be here legally. It didn't look like they were fucking legal. So well, this is fuck, around <laughs> this this whole fucking area is just full of pointless government outlets. You remember yeah. the. Uh, the uh, uh, vaccination centre. Oh, never, yeah. Never had anyone There's in there. There's never anyone ever, in there. Ever. Yeah. By the way. But it was very rapid. You could get uh, your vaccination done very quickly uh, if, because there was no cunt in there. Yeah. Well, by the way, do you know, it, it, today, uh, auspicious day, new Prime Minister and all mm. that, but also uh, it's the fourth vaccine rollout starts today. Oh, great. The fourth Fuck fucking off. rollout. What the fuck is that for? I mean, okay, fair enough. It's for the 50, over 50s. And the well, vulnerable. Us, then. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, me, I'm vulnerable, you know. Yeah, you're not over 50, though. Yeah, f- I fucking hate vulnerable people. Yeah. I hope they all die. Uh, they're, they're a it's drain. about death with him. They're last a drain week, on society. Last week it was about Sadiq Khan. Uh, but we, we, the country wouldn't be better. It was going, oh, what about the vulnerable? What about the vulnerable? Well, if we killed all the vulnerable, we wouldn't have to fucking worry about them, would we? But, uh, so there's this fucking rollout. It's the Moderna vaccine. Uh, what's it for? You know, Omicron doesn't fucking kill you. Uh, the virus Unless is no vulnerable. longer a threat. Why is there a fucking fourth rollout? Because somebody's making a lot of money out of it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean... I, they're not making as much as they made off the first two. I was talking though. to a doctor uh, uh, the other day. And I said, what, is it, what the fuck is that about? He said, well, basically, the government's got a load of these, this jab, this Moderna jab, uh, and they might as well inject it into people. So are they calling it the fourth booster jab? The fourth booster. Just well, because they could have made that up. Yeah. yeah. And, and of, course, <laughs> of course, the good thing is, the good thing is, uh, or maybe not good, but good for the people of this country, there's going to be an extremely low take-up because people are going, bollocks to this. You fucking want me to take a fourth vaccination uh, so you, you want me to get injected every fucking six months because this vaccine's a pile of shit and doesn't last. It doesn't stop me getting it. It doesn't stop me passing it on. And you tell me, oh, yeah, but it will stop me from dying. You can't fucking prove that. People have got vaccine f- fatigue and they can see right through it. Why on earth? 
Is there a full vaccine also, fucking roll? It won't stop you getting fucking killed if you walk out in front of a car, will it? It's not a fucking vaccine against right. road death. So what's the fucking point? Exactly. There's all sorts of shit exactly. can happen. Exactly. What the A is fucking it for? breeze block can fall off that fucking building over there and kill me. Omicron, it's not going to stop that either. Omicron doesn't kill you. Omicron is a mild variant. Why is there a full fucking rollout? It's bizarre. Yeah. I mean, you know, it is obviously money, and you start to think, well, you know, these big pharma companies. Well, did that, you not see the story? They got their claws into the government. Did you not see the story they? last week where doctors' salaries went up by an average of twenty thousand pounds? Right. They? And do you know why? Because they were all they were all doing fucking vaccinations, ah, and yeah, they get yeah, ten quid yeah. a pop. That's why they want to fucking give them yeah. all out. Because every vaccination they stick into yeah. somebody's arm, they get ten quid. Yeah. It's well, nice work you if know, you can get it. And, and, and you know, even you can do about a hundred people an hour. Even people that I respect, people like Richard Littlejohn in the Mail and yeah. stuff. He, he wrote last week. Oh, you know. Know, that Boris will be rem- remembered for, you know, pretty much getting Brexit done and the triumphant vaccine rollout. What did the fucking vaccine actually achieve? I don't. I don't believe that's what saved us. I think we got to herd immunity. Yeah, and it, and it also. But they will say that though because it made it look course. as if they knew what they were what doing. Because what, what they reckon is that they were able to reopen the economy because yeah. everybody was vaccinated. Yeah, but what bollocks were they? Yeah, interestingly though, I, I think that the, the the beneficial effect of the vaccine pro- program. Uh, I don't think it was physical. I'm not convinced it saved anyone from dying or going into no. hospital. It certainly didn't save anyone from fucking catching it or passing it on. But I think the beneficial effect... It doesn't work too well, well for it, Joe no, Biden, does no, it? No, but it was psychological. It was psychological. That when those jabs started going in, remember all these people, oh, look, I've been jabbed, yeah, yeah brilliant, I'm safe. And then they found out they weren't. But psychologically, people just thought, that we were yeah, but these the were the other cunts. I don't believe we did. Beat yeah, but do you remember these were the other cunts who said, "Oh, you can only come into our restaurant if you've been vaccinated." Oh. Well, I'm not fucking coming in and fuck off. Or yeah. you can only get on our yeah. aeroplane yeah, if you've been yeah. vaccinated. Yeah, or but you I can think only go into that swimming pool. My if you've been view vaccinated. is it was just a charade. It was. It was a charade. It totally was. Oh, your lunch has arrived. Yeah, my lunch has arrived. Fuck me. Are we ever going to do a podcast that doesn't involve your lunch? Well, well, it's lunchtime, fuck's sake. Well, it's lunchtime, yeah, but I always say to you, why don't you fucking eat at home before you come out? Uh, Well, you know... Too, too Have you got, got any food too, in Hampstead? Yeah, no, I've got food. But I'm Why don't you tell us about your adventure on Hampstead Heath? Yes, yeah, so I had a because, great week. Uh, uh, a great week. This last is fucking week. great. This. So, two things you don't want to lose in your life, right? Uh, <laughs> one, your wallet, and the second, your phone. Yeah. So uh, these things have become crucial to all of us, haven't they? You know, I've got my credit cards in the wallet. I've got my fucking driving license, all that. So uh, it was it last Monday? Uh, my brother and his girlfriend happened to be staying with us, and. Uh, they, me and my Henrietta had been watching a film, and about one midnight, we all go to go to bed. So I check it, you know, go get my phone, get my wallet. Well, where's my fucking wallet? Why do you well, need your wallet before you get to bed? Well, you know, to, you know, because you take it. Well, that's a pay idea. Well, no, because I, I like to put it, by, I put it by the fucking. No. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, no. What I do is I just, well, I throw the wallet somewhere, and I just like to not know no, where no, it is. Well, most normal course, people, no, right? they don't. Hang no. on, no, most normal people, and, I, and you don't, you can't defend this because you're definitely not. Oh, normal. Well, I bet you I can. Most normal people just have a wallet in their jacket, and they leave it in the jacket until the next day. Yeah, well, sometimes and if you don't wear I do the, it like that. If you that. don't wear the same jacket, yeah, well, you get it out of the well, jacket. Sometimes I do jacket. it like that. Sometimes, but the, the, on Monday night, I put a pair of jeans on, and you know. So anyway, I wanted to find. My phone, found the phone, where's the wallet? Where's the fucking wallet? Where the fucking wallet? It's not a massive house, so as you know. Right. So I was searching around. I couldn't find a fucking thing. 
round and round. There's nothing the house. worse, mind so you. So at first, at first, I'm going, oh, it's going to be somewhere, and then after about half an hour, you go, oh shit, where the fuck is it? So I go round and round the house. By now, it's one in the fucking morning. Everyone else is in bed. I'm right. throwing things up. You know, you're looking, shouting. You're, you're looking in. You're looking in places where it's never going right. to be, just out of sheer panic. And at this point, I, I get to that horrible point where you go fucking hell, it's fallen out of my pocket mm. outside somewhere. So we've been on a big walk with the dog in the afternoon mm. and we sat down on this bench and I, and I think I was thinking to myself, I got a phone out, I was thinking, my wallet must have fallen out then. So it's like about 1.30 in the morning. So Also, when that happens, right, you can't remember anything because no. you go through this process yeah, yeah. where you go where did I see yeah. it last yeah, and yeah. you literally can't fucking remember because yeah, you lost your bag didn't you I one? lost my bag you, you, you and I never found it yeah, I still but, never but found you, it yeah all the time you're going what did I do what did I do yeah. so I'm thinking that could be the only place so it's 1.30 in the morning <laughs> and I said to Henrietta I'm going down the bench to, to, I'm going to have a look for it on Hampstead she said don't be so fucking mad it's fucking pitch black and I said <laughs> I, I, and I go yeah I know but if, if I fucking go to bed, I'm just going to lie there all right. night thinking about it. So I just set out on a Hamps- onto Hampstead Heath with my sort of phone torch. <laughs> and it was like... It's quite fu- scary It was fucking scary. Yeah. It was fucking scary. Uh, you know, right into the woods and everything. And uh, It's like Blair Witch and, uh, Project and you, could, and you could hear people, uh, you know, there were some kids making, you know, drinking and that was quite yeah. scary. Anyway, it, I mean, it's about mile and a half two miles I had to fucking walk to get there through the dark and I get to the bench cool I mean it was a long shot anyway because it would have been there if I had a dropped it would have been there seven or eight hours right. so anyway so I looked checked out the hour it wasn't fucking there so I walk all the way back get back so about half past two go sort of go to another look around the fucking house again and again and again I go to fucking bed I go, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck it. Oh, it's got my driving license. Somebody will nick my life. Also, you'd probably never get another driving license. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking. Uh, Oh, you know, I have to cancel my fucking cards. It's got photo IDs. This is a disaster. Uh, And then I suddenly remembered that later in the night, uh, in that evening, I'd taken the dog around the block for his late night walk. I made a phone call in the middle of it. I thought, well, maybe it fell out on that Mm. corner there where I got the... So I got up again. Walk around the block. Because didn't you lose it once coming yeah, off did, a bus I, or something? I did lose it once. And that, some guy found I, it. Yeah, I genuinely lost it. And yeah. The bloke found it. But um, anyway, so I go around the block, and by now it's about four in the fucking morning. I'm like, oh god, that's it. So I go, I go to bed, lie there, tossing and turning, can't get to sleep. But eventually, probably dozed off about six a.m. for about mm. an hour, and then got up and so here we go. So it's about like half seven. I open my fucking laptop. We're going to start looking for numbers to cancel cards and stuff. My brother uh, gets up about quarter eight in the morning. He, he walks up to the uh, coffee machine, which we keep on the kitchen counter, and he goes to me, hey, look, you left your wallet here. <laughs> I the fucking hell? I mean, I fucking, I fucking looked there about a thousand oh. times. I was going, where was it? He said, well, it's just here. What do you mean, there? He said, well, it was just here. I said, fuck, I mean... I mean, there are times when I wonder, and I know this is going to sound completely mad, that there is some kind of time-space continuum and things fucking disappear and come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm it's sure gremlins, that that's happened. Gremlins, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that's fucking happened yeah. because, you know, I've lost things and I've gone, like you, fucking insane trying yeah, to find yeah, them. Yeah. And more or less given up 
and yeah. thought, I'm never going to fucking find yeah. this again. And then suddenly, there it is. Yeah. And like, you go, no, I've definitely maybe, been looking yeah, there. Maybe it dematerialising came back. Mm. And so, throughout this drama, I'm thinking, uh, well, I've lost my wallet. At least I've still got my phone. So two days later, yeah. right? Two days later. Well, and in that period of time, I said to everyone, I said, I am having my wallet and my fucking phone surgically attached to myself. Yeah. I'm never, ever doing that again. Uh, so two days later, we go for the same sort of walk on Hampstead Heath. Uh, stop on the same fucking bench. Because uh, there's a cricket match. Right. So we'll watch a bit of cricket on a nice sunny evening. And... Uh, it's about a mile and a half from my house, as I say. So we stroll back with the dog, uh, literally about 10 yards from our front door. I go, oh, fuck. You know, I haven't got my fucking phone. <laughs> so Henrietta says, no, no, it's in the house. So, you know, don't be so sure. I said, no, no, no. I know I fucking left it on that bench. Yeah. So she said, oh, don't be so rigid. And I just turned round and I sprinted a mile and a half. Uh, roll back the years. It's just back to the same bench. Yeah, yeah, roll back the years. Fucking and as hell. I was running down there, I said, I'm so fucking sick of going, going to Hampstead Eve to look for shit that I've lost. Um, and I, but it's 20 minutes. It's a bench that people use. I think some cunt's going to have you know, it's going, fucking hell. Anyway, I sprint down there. Um, uh, my lungs are on fire. I've nearly been sick. I finally, I got there pretty quickly. Probably about six minutes or something. Um, and I get there just as I'm round in the corner to the bench I hear the phone going and it's Henrietta she's ringing the phone because she says it'll be in the house so I pick it up I said it was on the fucking bench <laughs> <laughs> but I mean lucky 20 minutes that's fortunate because that. I was in New York once and I managed to lose two phones um, it's a slightly complicated story I was with this woman I wasn't supposed to be with and I'd lost the first phone in my house where we weren't supposed to be um, and somehow decided I have to get a new phone. Managed to get the SIM card somehow put in. Managed to get the same number. The old phone got discovered by somebody who shouldn't have found it and found that I was with her. And that was all a bit of a nightmare. Anyway, we went to New York together. And um, she used to get monumentally shit-faced. And uh, we were in a cab, the yellow cab, trying to get home. We'd been down at South Street Seaport getting drunk, drinking fucking margaritas or something. Anyway, we get out of the cab somewhere in Midtown. She gets out of the cab and just falls over. <laughs> fucking straight back, right? I'm going, oh, fucking great, you know. Um, so I get out. Managed to fucking rest her to the to sort of standing position. Managed to get her to the hotel. Managed to get her into the fucking room where nothing happened because she was too drunk. And um, I then realised I didn't have my phone. And I went, oh, fuck. And you're in a yellow cab, right? You know what that's like. You're never going to find a no, yellow cab. Yeah, it's, not like, it's not like black cab where you might have somebody you can call. Fucking yellow cab, you've got no chance. So I thought, fucking marvellous. So I've lost the first, my original phone's gone. Now I've lost the other phone. And now I've got no phone at all. Fortunately, amazingly, um, somehow my sister, who was living in New York, knew where I was staying. My phone goes in the room. She goes, I've just had a call from a guy, this was the next day, who found your phone. And he found my number on the phone. Because this is before the days when you could lock them. Yeah. Which was obviously right, also, yeah, yeah, also yeah, a bit yeah, of a fucking yeah, problem. Yeah. Anybody could have a look and see what was fucking on it. Um, but yeah, so so this guy who was so a complete got an stranger, honest guy, honest broker, yeah. arranged to meet me. I said, "Well, tell him to meet me at such and such a place." And he met me in Park Avenue outside his office and gave me the fucking phone back. And I thought, "This is incredible!" You know, such a nice thing to do. I mean, Damn. you'd like to think you'd do that for somebody else, but it very rarely happens that you actually get the thing back that you've lost. You know, no, that's what that's what happened to me, as you were alluding to earlier, Mike. About a year ago. 
a fucking inveterate wallet loser I am. I got off a bus. Maybe you should get a different method of carrying your cards around, yeah, like a little yeah, card, yeah. credit I card. I won't get it fucking surgically attached. What, you need to chip? Yeah. You need a chip in your fucking yeah. hand, don't you? Anyway. You can uh, get one of these that holds your credit yeah, cards. maybe. Pooch has got but one. But anyway... Um, you probably fucking lose that as well, though. But I... I, to, <laughs> I found this. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody found... I, but it, in Hampstead Heath. Yeah, yeah you don't want to be bending give over too much up there either. Give it, shit. give it fucking back. <laughs> You'll find something you don't want to fucking find. No, but somebody found cock my, in your ass. Somebody found my fucking wallet uh, uh, in the street. <laughs> they found my fucking wallet in the street and, w- and went to the ends of the earth. To, they, they tracked me down at Talk uh, TV and uh, phoned the studio. And my producer said, Oh, we got the bloody found your wallet. Oh, that's good. And I went, he lived in Hampstead. I went around and got it that night. So, you know, like your phone, mm. sometimes it, you're really, really lucky. An honest broker gets, finds your wallet. But what, I'm sh- what I was shitting it about this time, because usually I don't take my driving license around with me, but I'd just been on holiday, so it was still in my wallet. Mm. And, uh, you know, if, if the wrong hands get on on your driving license, the shit they can do to you. Well, yeah, because they can find they've no got way. all the information to get into your. They can fucking they can they can get you um, and yeah. hack into your fucking. Just create your identity. identity. Yeah. yeah, you're really bad. Anyway, so that drama was over. So what uh, what do we think of Liz Truss then? Well, I think it's good that she won. Rishi Sunak, I think, should fuck off now and go and work for J.P. Morgan or somebody. Go and fucking live in Santa Monica. And just continue with his wealthy lifestyle and what fuck off out of his life. I mean, he was vote probably, for me. I'll make your life yeah, worse. But this is a guy who, until he started giving a load of money away, nobody had fucking heard of the guy. I mean, I'd never heard of Rishi Sunak in the Conservative Party. He apparently used to work. I think he did not used to work for Goldman Sachs or something. Yeah, like yeah. Well, well, he 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 worked a bit, and then he set his own hedge fund. Yeah, which is why you know, okay, which is why he doesn't have a fucking his wife's clue. a billionaire, but he's worth about half a billion. Yeah, uh, I mean, so, he's obviously he's but a talented he just, guy. But he but just, well, I don't know what he's talented at. What's he well, fucking talented ta- at? Fucking talented. Anybody who makes half a million quid in their own company, uh, uh, they've got something going. Well, for yeah, them. but why has he stopped doing it then? If he's that, because most well, people because who they, are professional, they, well, it's like it's like Sajid Javid. Sajid Javid used to earn five million pounds a year mm. at HSBC. They make a shitload of money in the city for a long, long time, and in the end, fairly quickly. They've got enough money to never ever have to think about money again in their lives. But so why? And they, they want. And they want. So what do people with money want after money? They want power. Yeah. So and you that's, think that's what that's it why is. they go into politics? So do you yeah. think that's what it is? Yeah. Because like for the life of me, I mean, I was saying this to somebody today. This trust looked so fucking happy. You could see her walking into the hall, and she'd obviously been told that she'd won because she was like strutting her stuff ahead of Rishi. He was walking behind her like some kind of <laughs> fucking pool <laughs> bearer, you yeah. know. Because you, when there's no point when you know you've lost the fucking two horse race, you might as well just fuck off. There's no point walking in to go. It's like footballers, you know, when they go proper footballers go. I don't want the fucking runners up medal. I don't fucking want it. Fuck off. We didn't win. I'd rather forget it ever fucking happened. Yeah. It's too embarrassing. Well, she's, and, and a lot of them just go, I don't want the fucking medal. They just chuck it in the bin. He's, he's, at, he's, he's lost you know, his career. What's the it? point? So he now walks around going, yeah, I'm Rishi Sunak. I'm the guy that came second to release trust and now I don't have a fucking job. I used to be the chancellor. You know, it's all, I used to be somebody. But so he should just leave now. He shouldn't be a backbencher. He won't get a job in the cabinet. I think he will. He should just fuck off to, to, to California, Santa, Santa Barbara or yeah, wherever the fuck yeah. he wants to go and start up another hedge fund. Yeah, yeah. You know, good fucking riddance. I never liked him anyway. I never thought he was any fucking good. Well, it's a fucking useless campaign. 
Oh, you know, I'm, I'm, I, he actually said, I'm the candidate who's going to tell you what you don't want to hear. Mm. Well, Rishi, well, good. Uh, that's that not a very good approach to a campaign, <laughs> I'll tell you, mate. But also... I mean, she, she was much brighter than him. OK, she made promises left, right and centre. But when you're in a campaign, you say uplifting things. Yeah. You know, you don't say, also, oh, fucking hell, also, you vote for me, it's going to be really also, shit. Also, it'd be one thing if he had come from this amazing fucking background where he had been the diamond fucking chancellor, the greatest chancellor ever. He was fucking useless. He created an economic crash, the like of which we haven't seen since the fucking depression of the 20s. He's given us more fucking taxes to pay than any Tory fucking chancellor in the history of the fucking world since the Second World War. What's exactly, what's his fucking big selling yeah, point? I, I think, Apart from being I a think total it, fucking twat. I think his terrible crime, and, uh, along with Boris, in collusion with Boris, was the ludicrous overextension of the furloughs. Yeah. Thing. Okay, we needed the furlough scheme for a bit. But they kept fucking extending it and extending yeah. it and extending it. And there was only one reason they fucking did that. They did it for one fucking reason, uh, to maintain popularity. Yeah. And now we're fucking And now we're fucked. Well, we're, you know, I came into the pub today. It. Did you see what's the, what they've got on the, front, on the, on the pub um, bar? They've yeah. got a fucking Christmas menu. Right, because they're taking bookings for Christmas, and it only just reminded me. I said to the girl behind the bar, "They fucking cancelled last Christmas, not because they wanted to, but because that cunt witty fucking." Do you remember he said, "Oh, I wouldn't have any Christmas parties yeah. if I were you, fucking bozo." Right? So everybody cancelled their Christmas parties, even though Boris didn't actually lock the place down. Including us. Yeah, ours was cancelled, so nobody fucking uh, had a proper Christmas last year. Thanks to these cunts, right? Yeah. And so now this will be the first time in probably what three years. Yeah. That they've, because 2019 Christmas, I remember because I went to Turnberry, Trump Turnberry in Scotland, and I loved putting out fucking tweets just to piss people off that I was staying at a Trump's hotel. Thank you, Donald. Lovely you know, place. Love yeah. the fucking... It's, it's a fucking great place as well. What a, what a fucking hotel. And um, that was the last proper Christmas we had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, where you could actually go somewhere and if you wanted to, go out for fucking yeah. Christmas dinner. Yeah. So he, he wasn't this great, safe pair of hands no, that we kept talking No, quite the opposite. Um... And, uh, you know, his campaign was ridiculous. Mm. You, know, you, you know, you're supposed to fucking... Good fucking riddance is what I say. You're supposed to sell yourself. And also, he's been trying to undermine Liz Truss, and I think that's the biggest problem. He's been trying to fucking undermine the whole idea of her giving us tax breaks, right? Because he doesn't think we should have them. Well, fuck off. It's our fucking money. We'd like some of it back, thanks. Yeah. Um, I mean, she's going to have a... You know, also, here's an idea, right? So, of course, cost of living, big problem... Uh, she's going to have to do something about people's energy bills because they can't afford them. So she'll have to be fairly drastic. There, there's talk she's going to set aside a hundred billion for it. So the Ponzi scheme continues apace. We'll have to pay that back. But she's got to get to grips with the fucking migrant crisis as well. So here's my idea, right? Uh, in the Rwanda scheme, right? So they keep coming over all these fucking migrants, a thousand a day at the moment. Uh, yeah, stick, great, them, stick them all on fucking planes anyway, right? And when the European Court of Human Rights comes in and says, actually, we've decided that these planes can't take off, we go, well, we don't want to leave the European Court Convention on Human Rights, uh, but you can stick your decision up your fucking ass. Take the planes off and fucking take them to Africa. You know, what, what, are the, what, what, what is the European Convention on Human Rights going to do? Kick us out? Fucking good. Yeah, really. Absolute tosses. Speaking of human rights, what about Harry and Meghan? They're back. You know, we're all fucking uh, happy about that, aren't we? No, fuck off. What are you doing here? I think Apparently... she's a, 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 I mean, I think she's a... Harry! A sociopathic narcissist. 
Uh, Best kind. And she, you know, she's worked out in a kind of venal way that the only way they're going to garner any publicity is droning on about the royal family. Yeah, yeah. Well, she also has to pretend to Netflix that they're still connected to it. Otherwise, they're worthless. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. Now, uh, what I think British people now... I mean, she's a cunt. She's an absolute cunt. (laughs) (laughs) Let's let's not fuck about the bush. Yeah, let's not bother. And he's a cunt He's an even bigger cunt. He's a fucking bald cunt as well. (laughs) Have you seen that shit? He's a fucking pussy wisp. He's got like kind of about like this sort of ginger wisps over his bald face. He's a pussy whipped cunt. Can you imagine what happens when he wants wants to fuck her? He probably has to ask permission. (laughs) Is it all right if I put my penis inside you? No, fuck off. Go and look after the rabbits, you fucking wanker. (laughs) <laughs> go, and fuck the, go and fuck the rabbits like we've you seen did him, last night. We've seen them in the fucking in the house, haven't we? Martin Aceto, yeah. the California residence. I yeah, mean, that marriage is going to go tits up. Absolutely. When she's, when I'll give it five years. When she's had enough of him, she'll get rid yeah. of him. Uh, but, uh, she'll meet a bloke with a bigger house. Well, That's I'd what she's like, all about. Well, I think I speak for millions of people in Britain. I mean, of course I, you do. I, not, not that I care that much. But what I would like is for our royal family to turn around to her and say, enough is a fucking enough. Yeah. Now, uh, we are going to break the rule of a lifetime. We're coming out fighting. Yeah. We're going to dismiss you. We're going to say, you're lying. You're lying about this. You're lying about that. You're lying about this. And you know what she said about, you know, you can confirm this, Mike, and I put this on Twitter. Uh, she said that uh, the British media, you know, people in the, uh, in the British media called Archie, their son, the N-word, right? right? You know, that's what we call, that's what... Blatant bollocks. Now... I've worked, I put on Twitter that I've worked on Fleet Street newspapers more decades than I care to admit. Hand on fucking heart, I've never heard anyone use that fucking word. Of course not. She's lying. Yeah. She's fucking lying. But also, she's already given herself the permission to lie by saying that when she gave the interview to Oprah Winfrey, some of the things that she said were her feelings rather than the facts. And you go, so effectively you're just basically making shit up and saying yeah. that that's what you it's thought okay was happening. It's okay because it's my feeling. And that's okay because... Truth. Yeah, because, because as long as you yeah. thought that's what was happening, then you might as well just say it. I mean, in yeah. no other fucking world would that be acceptable. Yeah, yeah. That's like me saying, you know, well, you know, oh, Kevin, I thought that, you know, you had committed, you know, some kind of horrendous bank robbery. And just because I thought that, I'm going to tell everybody else that you did. And if you complain about it, it's just my interpretation of she, events. She, what, you she, know, she crea- fuck off. Yeah, fuck off. She creates a narrative. She creates... Uh, 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 false narratives uh, to make herself the victim. So mm. it's like, it's terrible. People hate me because I'm an ambitious woman. Yeah. Uh, when no. I was in Britain, they I was They hate you because persec- you're a fucking arsehole. Yeah, 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 well, yeah, exactly. When I was in Britain, I was persecuted just because I was an ambitious woman. By whom? Who yeah. persecuted you? Fucking no one. What, you, mean you made the, that up. Well, also, uh, lived you know, in a palace, yeah. had fucking hot and cold running slaves and apparently driven around in yeah, whichever yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. style you'd like to become accustomed. Apparently that's wrong, you know? Meghan Markle says, growing up as an only child was a feeling, not a fact. After yeah. her own half-sister accused yeah, yeah, her of Yeah, 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 she's got, she's got a sister. So she's now invented this way of speaking. It's a feeling. Well, I've got a feeling you're a fucking liar. Yeah. How about that? Well, so you know. I've got a brother and sister, <laughs> so I, I can turn up and say, uh, I, I grew up, I, I was an only child. Mm. Um... Even though I've got a brother and sister, oh, yeah. but I, I've, I, it it's felt a like feeling. That. Yeah. I'm a, I'm full of load of shit. Bollocks, right? She also said, and much has been made of this in America, and they're not happy with her, particularly black community. She said, I didn't know that I was black. I didn't know how that felt until I came to Britain. Oh. And people in America are going, hang on a second, one of the most racist countries in the world, America, 
if you're a black woman living in America, you fucking know it. There you go, she but did. she claims she didn't know it, you know, because she wasn't aware of it until she came here, i.e. hinting once again that Britain is a racist country. Britain is a far more fucking uh, tolerant accepting, country, tolerant country yeah, than yeah, America yeah, is. Yeah, is. You know, yeah. we don't have ghettos in this country. They've fucking got them in L.A. Absolutely. You know, get we don't, in, get we don't the, divide our you know, city. Get out of the right, fucking right. gas-guzzling escalade once in a while yeah. and have a look around. No, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but, but that's part of, of uh, her shtick. That's what she does. Mm. She creates false narratives in which she is the victim. She also creates anonymous uh, pantomime villains mm. who persecute her, you know, the racists in the royal family, uh, the people who persecute her because she's an ambitious woman. Yeah. Well, fucking name them. Who are they? Yes. Who are they? They don't fucking exist. She's a fucking liar. Yeah, I agree. Shall we finish up on the football? Because uh, I know there's a bit of personal grief for you this weekend. <laughs> yeah, but fucking Spurs. I thought, right, and you can correct me if I'm wrong because you're more on top of this than I am. I was under the impression that they'd fixed the whole VAR system this year, and that's why the football was going well and it wasn't being stopped every now and again. Uh -huh. But this weekend, there was all kinds of fucking ridiculous ideas and, and, and decisions made by referees. Ruling goals offside, <laughs> saying that a fucking, you know, West Ham goal couldn't be counted because somebody ran into somebody. The fucking Newcastle goal got cancelled. What's going on? I thought well, VAR was a thing of the past. Well, the trouble, well, no, VAR's there. The trouble with VAR is the ref still makes the decision. So he goes over there he looks at something and then it's still his decision. So it's his interpretation right. of what he saw on VAR. And this weekend, without a shadow of a doubt, there were a few interpretations that were extremely Yeah, I mean, one of them, was it, was it the Everton goal where the guy's literally fucking toe was slightly over the line? Mm. I mean, yes, it's offside, but it's not really, is it? I, I mean, I don't mind that. It, it, really? Because offside is offside. Yeah, but if it's uh, your fucking but what fingernail... But, but this sort of whether or not a foul has been committed, you know, that's an interpretation mm. by the ref. And there were some wrong interpretations this week, but definitely. But I tell you, so I was at Spurs where Fulham were narrowly beaten. <laughs> <laughs> um, fucking hell of a... They've got one of the longest I mean, bars I, in football, haven't they? Have you I, seen what that? A, what a fucking... It, it's an awesome stadium. Yeah. Right? Fucking amazing. Uh, I call it a shack, but <laughs> actually it's, it's just... It's the most impressive stadium I've ever been in. Anyway... Uh, there was loads of VAR in that match. So they got about three goals of a fucking offside. Mm. Anyway, that cunt uh, from Everton, you know, has just come down, Richarlison. So it, it, he gets, the, the, I think they were at the time 2 1 up or something. Anyway, he, he gets he gets his, goal, his debut goal for Spurs. And he went fucking ape shit. Absolutely ape shit. Took his shirt off, waved it, went to the crowd, stood on the barrier, mm. all this sort of stuff, ran around, kicked the ball into the air and he got booked for over-celebrating. That's mad as well. Well, you, you, what it's to do with uh, taunting the crowd. Yeah, yeah. He, he was taunting. I like crowd. a bit of taunting. Yeah, anyway. Uh, so he's like, ah, I got my debut goal. Uh, VAR. Disallowed. <laughs> <laughs> he got done for, for over-celebrating a non-goal. That's brilliant. That is quite funny, I have to say. We haven't had time to fucking do the BBC over. We'll have to save it till next time. But it was safe to say, absolute cuntish behaviour from how we got yeah, used yeah, to Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jack D, you're a cosmic cunt. Yeah, absolute cunt. Never mind. Uh, we can say it. They can't. That's the difference. And that's why we are the Thought Police. Uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs> Thank you.
enjoying our club, we promise not to be a cunt. 